Welcome to Sports Scope, the most influential sports talk show in the nation. Stay tuned for updates and great sports content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sports Scope. I'm your host, Robert Butler, on this. What is today? The sixth day of uh, Christmas my true love gave to me, right? No, uh, sixth day of uh, December here. Got a great show with you tonight. Uh, returning guest, Ken Norris. Ken, I became uh, a big, big Alabama fan. Um, Came on the show a few weeks ago. Uh, Ken, Ken's very, very good guest guy. I go to church with very funny, good sense of humor, and a lot of knowledge of Alabama football. Going to talk about that playoff, okay? Uh, give you a couple different angles. Uh, give you my opinion, and, and and we'll look at it from from every angle possible. It's the most controversial, I think, um, playoff since the since this thing started back in. 2014, 2015, the first year when Ohio State won, okay, uh, in, in my opinion. So going to go over that. I may, depending on how the interview goes with, with Kent, I, I may talk about this somewhat of a human interest story. I want to say with Michael Penix here. Uh, you know, it's, it's just a lot of good stuff here to talk about. Uh, uh, anyways. Uh, Nick Saban, Nick Saban gets the last laugh on, on David Pollock. Uh, got a lot of sound uh, to talk about. So let's go ahead and take our first and only break. I'll be back here in 49 seconds. We'll hit the ground running here on Sportscope. Hello, Sportscope followers. The program has seen tremendous growth since going five days a week. I just wanted to thank everybody for your cash contributions and sharing the program uh, with friends and families. Just a reminder, if you want to contribute to the program, go to the cash app, the word, the cash sign and sports scope. There are other ways to contribute to the program listed at the bottom of the screen. If you want to advertise on the program, go to sports. That is sports with an S, another S scope, S K O P E at gmail.com, just like it's listed at the bottom of the screen. Thank you, and enjoy the program. All righty then. Okay. Okay, so first of all, Alabama knocks off Uni uh, University of Georgia, snaps that 29th game, winning streak 27-24, to the biggest game there. I think it set a record for conference championship ratings. Um Study, this has been found out over time. I've studied ratings for years, uh, particularly when I've been doing this program. And we do like big favorites. Uh, uh, the studies say that, that, that uh, we, we say we um, – I love to hate the Yankees, you know, when they buy up the league pickles. And, and uh, I really didn't like, like that Miami team back in – 2000 and uh, 2001, 2002 Miami Hurricane team that look unbeatable, really didn't care for that USC team. So we like big favorites. You either love the team or you love to see them get beat because they're not your team. So that that particular Georgia team, uh, I didn't think it was that good as last year's, and I didn't think it was definitely not as good as the year before that with Jalen Carter and all those guys. So 
Uh, but anyways, a uh, lot of us watched that game. It was a record-setting game. Alabama snaps that winning streak. Car, uh, by the way, Nick Saban's 5-1 and one against Kirby Smart. Uh, guess Carlos, mad New Yorker Chavez. He predicts the score on Friday Sportscope to the exact here. So let me play this for you all today because I'm not sure if Carlos is going to be in. Not sure if, if he's going to be in on Friday because he is out in uh, Colombia. I guess he's got a family down there. In, in the country. Okay, here's Carlos on Friday Sports Go. Listen up. Like a like a recruit. You're like, picking Alabama. What's the score? I, I'm, I'm saying it's going to be 27-24. Alabama? Yeah. Now, that, that I put that in a, a uh, TikTok video here. Uh, if you want to hear it again, listen up. This is a little bit of Alabama fight song in the background. Like a, like a recruit. You're like, picking Alabama. What's the score? I'm saying it's going to be 27-24. Alabama? Yeah. Roll, tie, roll. That's pretty catchy, Pickles, I tell you, man. Oh, Okay, so, Carlos, a big kudos to you, buddy, if you're watching. Correctly predicts the score. I told you on Monday. Or I made a mention yesterday. I had to have a show Monday. I was working on editing. That uh, the reason why I picked Georgia, folks, is is, is there was no proof. There was no proof uh, that Alabama, during the regular season, both teams, uh, like for instance, they both played Auburn. Okay, both struggled against Auburn, but you know Georgia comes back, beats Auburn, much more comfortable than fourth and thirty-one. Uh, both play Tennessee. Alabama was down what two touchdowns against. Tennessee at halftime. Uh, Georgia goes on and beats Tennessee 38 to 10 after uh, being down seven nothing early. So, you know, I kind of mentioned that a little bit yesterday, but I also mentioned the fact that, you know, Nick Saban was four and one now five and one against Kirby smart. But as I stated during the week last week, that even though they struggled against Auburn. I, w- I wasn't ready to write off Alabama. I wasn't ready to write off Alabama because back in 2017, 2018, they actually lost the Iron Bowl, did not play in the SEC championship, go on and beat a pretty good Clemson team in the semifinal and, and then beat Georgia in the national championship when Jalen Hurts, the famous Jalen Hurts getting benched and Tua coming in, throwing the um, – Throw on the key touchdown, if you guys recall. Uh, very bold move uh, by Nick Saban, benching Jalen Hurts second half, and Tua being the more accurate quarterback, being the more accurate quarterback, and um, going on and winning that particular game. Let's go back to last year, national championship game, okay? Uh, David Pollock, former Georgia Bulldog, like David Pollock, Used to beat up on my balls all the time as a Georgia Bulldog. Went on to become a first-round draft pick. Went to Cincinnati Bengals. Pollock got hurt. Uh, done game day for a, a number of years. Uh, ESPN recently got laid off. But here is a clip of David Pollock last year at the national championship game in front of Nick Saban, Pickles, in front of Nick Saban saying that, that Georgia – uh, they they was beating winning they beaten TCU like thirty eight seven at halftime it was a total route 
uh, saying that they're, they're, they're going to be the team of the future. This is, you know, he's sitting there boasting about them. And, and Nick Saban's sitting there like, okay, okay, we'll see about that. So listen up here, uh, this soundbite, 13-second bite of uh, uh, last year, the championship game, David Pollock in front of Nick Saban boasting about Georgia. Obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL can take its chunk out of any team, but. Yeah, yeah. And he's saying that with Nick Saban's like right in arm's length, Pickles. And Saban's looking at him like, yeah, mm hmm. Okay, okay, mother bleeper. Okay, we're going to see about that. And here we go. Uh, now he's been laid off. I'm that, he'll, he'll be fine. I'm sure he's probably working on some other things. Uh, but uh, I'm sure Nick Saban probably now hasn't came out yet, but I know he remembers that people like him don't ever forget anything. Okay. But I wonder if he played that in, in the locker room for the players before the game, um, 29 game winning streak. I, I mentioned this earlier during the season that, you know, uh, I think that, that that could catch up with Georgia. My preseason pick was Alabama to beat Georgia and Alabama to beat Michigan in the in the national championship. That won't happen, but they will play in the semifinal. Ironically, Michigan and Alabama will, will play in the semifinal. So uh, Nick Saban gets the last laugh here. Uh, but I, you know what? There's another side to this thing, Okay. Uh, Florida State, I'm staying up late Saturday night, and I'm saying, God, lose, man, lose. I do not want to see the third-string quarterback. We, we, we know about um, Benjamin Travis or whatever his name is. Jordan Travis, excuse me. We know about Jordan Travis, but then the, uh, the his backup, his, 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 the backup had it was in some kind of concussion protocol, had the third string. I was for sure Louisville beat them. And, you know, defense rolls up, and I thought, man, I sent Carlos a text. I thought, man, this thing is going to be unwatchable. They're going to put Florida State in there just as sure as I'm sitting here. And, you know, Mike Greenberg from Get Up, once in a blue moon, once in a blue moon, Mike Greenberg will make a good point, and I'm, I'm giving you all points here, all points bulletin. <laughs> uh, he's saying we're leaving this thing up to – uh, judges like it is a believing this thing up to judges like it's figure skating pickles, like we're in the Olympics, you know, Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding up in here. So listen to uh, Mike Greenberg on Get Up. I think this was on Monday. Okay. Stand by. See if I can find it. I've got so many bites here, folks. No, nope, uh, which one is it? I guess. When do we do that, though, Dan? I'm just curious. I mean, so so let me just let me let me present the possibility here, Heather. Let, let me let me throw this possibility out there. When the NFL season ends, let all the teams play all 17 of their games, and then I'm going to put together a committee. Former coaches: Rex Ryan, Mike Shanahan, Bill Parcells, 
Marv Levy, 98 years old. God bless him, still out there. You guys know football? You know a lot about football. A bit. So why don't you decide which 14 teams will wind up getting in? You decide which the 14 best are because you know football way better. What does it matter what happens? Well, maybe on the, the system's broken. Just put them all in. The system stinks, sure. is the point. The system is dead wrong. Florida State scheduled a powerhouse. They played them on a neutral field and beat them. They won every game in front of them. They won what we call a Power Five league and you 14 people sitting that. in a. No, I don't have to stop saying anything. They won all of their games anyone can get hurt at any time they won every game that was they did literally everything that could be asked Correct. of a team and 13 people making the subjective not objective decision that they aren't as good anymore left them out of it you know what happened yesterday football became figure skating figure skating is something that judges decide because <laughs> there is no objective way to decide if you or you were the better figure skater but there is a, 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 an objective way to judge football teams based on what they did florida state's strength of record was three Three at the end of the season. Schedule, it's 55th. Yeah, yeah. And, and the guy says his schedule was 55th. So, uh, you know, it, it, it's a good point. That's a good point. And, and I, I like to play all the angles there. But, again, you know, you, you hear the fact, hey, it's a TV show, okay? It, it's, uh, you know, some people say, and I want to give Colin Cowherd this credit here. He said that, um, Ohio State, the critics will say Ohio State had a backup quarterback, third string guy, back in 2014, 2015, the very first year, the very first year that this thing came out. Yes, that's true. What happened in the game when they played Wisconsin that year in their conference championship game? They beat Wisconsin 59 to nothing. They didn't struggle to the very end. So essentially, if, if they beat Louisville a lot of, by a wide margin, you know, then we're saying, okay, now, now because I, my thing is, we don't want to see a game that is going to be lopsided. Cincinnati, okay? Remember when Washington Pickles played uh, a few years ago? Washington played Alabama, 38-7. to I mean, that... that, that those are teams that don't deserve to be there. These need to be competitive games, okay? So, he, he, you know, that's the flip side to it, okay? And, and and mind you, hey, listen, Alabama, they played Auburn, okay? Auburn got beat by New Mexico State 31-10 to 10 on their schedule. So that weighs down Alabama's schedule, you know, playing a little devil's advocate here. Um, But, uh, you know, Paul Fombon made a good point here and let me play one of uh college football's biggest personalities paul fombon on this uh situation here why he thinks why he thinks that uh they simply did not get in here fine i have to find it i've got so many no that wasn't that one um let me go back and find it here i got so many here with fun. Here, it is. Here we go. There's someone that has not been blamed for this. I've heard unfathomable. I've heard sad day in the sport. I've heard travesty. But Molly, give me a second here. Okay. You know whose fault it is that Florida State has been relegated to the Orange Bowl and Alabama's playing in the CFP? Put everybody on the screen for a second. Okay. Because okay. I want America to watch the reaction. 
The fault lies with Stephen A. Smith. And the reason for that, of all of all the commentary, of all the commentators, the person who made the most compelling point in America is Stephen A. And when he said right here last week, we don't want to see TCU back in the championship game losing 65 to 7, I believe very strongly those 13 members of the committee took notice. Now, now that, that is true. That is true. That wasn't the bite I was looking for. Here's another bite. Paul Fonbon explains the week, uh, the down Florida State schedule. Here's another Paul Fonbon. The SEC probably cost Florida State a birth two different ways. They cost them a birth through Alabama beating Georgia. They also cost them a birth through Florida being so mediocre. Five and seven, Florida. Having another semi-off year. If LSU had beaten Ole Miss, uh, they would have had a much higher standing. They probably would have been a top-ten team. If Florida had not uh, just been a disaster this year, and and they go in there and beat a, like Dan Mullen, a couple of physical teams, uh, a nine- or ten-win team, uh, this is a completely different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So, in a sense, that kind of works against Alabama as well, what what Paul said. You know, they – LSU's defense the last two years, I mean, I love Brian Kelly, but they can't stop a nosebleed, man. You know, they uh, they they are they are a shell of what them their, their selves defensively, and Florida's got seven losses and been blown out numerous times. That's why I get on the people here in Tennessee, your Tennessee fans, and say, "Listen, man, that's a bad loss that Tennessee had early against Florida." Uh, I'm surprised that uh, Billy Napier's still the coach of Florida. Now this time next year, Florida will be looking for another coach. So, uh, so that that that's. That's some of the argument, folks, against that is is uh, essentially some of the argument against uh, uh, FSU. Now, here is and like I mentioned, there there's some um, there is uh, uh, this Byron Donald here. A lot a lot of the politicians they love to get involved. That being said. Just because it's coming from a politician's mouth does not make it not true. Uh, this congressman out of Florida, he's talking about, you know, Florida State's going to lose all this money, $10 million. And, but he, he mentions the fact nobody's talking about people coming at Texas or Alabama because they've got the one loss here. The, the Alabama's got the one loss here, the double-digit early loss, early loss to Texas. They've got the early loss to Texas. He says, what about Texas? Okay. What about Texas schedule? All right. What about uh, uh, who, who who they play and their loss and the teams that the team that beat them and their losses? Guy actually makes a pretty good point here. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Byron Donald, congressman out of Florida, uh, really talking some making some sense here, trying to be fair. Where do we do that though, Dan? I'm just curious. I mean, no, no, wrong one, wrong one. Where can I find this other bit at here? Um, do, 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 and I may have not recorded it right. Where do we do that though, Dan? I'm just curious. No, that's the same one here. It's a bit of a longer cut. Okay, I'm gonna find it if it kills me. I think it is. 
Somebody not got it. Here we go. Uh, this is on the Clay, Travis, and Buck section show. Congressman from Florida, Byron Donald, making a case to take Texas out instead of Alabama over Florida and Florida State. Texas. First of all, Texas, the same Texas team, they beat Alabama in week three when Alabama was not the Alabama you saw beat Georgia. Much True. weaker team. Milrow got benched after the after the Texas game. Uh, this is the same Texas team that beat TCU by three points. They beat Kansas State by three points, looking god-awful. They lost to Oklahoma in the Red River show, uh, shootout, and they beat an Oklahoma State team for the Big 12 championship that lost to South Alabama 33-7 and lost to UCF 45-3. UCF isn't even the fourth best team in Florida. And Oklahoma State beat them 45-3. That's who Texas beat for the Big 12 championship. So you're going to sit here and tell me that Texas jumped four spots on the last week over Florida State when Florida State went on to roll with the second-string quarterback and beat Florida in Florida. They didn't lose to UCF the way Oklahoma State did. They beat Florida in Florida. And let's talk about Louisville. Louisville is a better team than Oklahoma State. Much better team. They have a better offense than Oklahoma State. And our defense was lights out. They weren't good. They were great. Well, that right. is true. That, that, that Oklahoma State, could, man, they are terrible. But I, I feel his pain. Who said that, Bill Clinton? So, listen. I got a book here, folks. The Nye the Tiger. The last time this has happened, uh, Al Borges, former offensive coordinator of the 2004 Auburn Tigers here. Uh, remember, they went undefeated in the SEC. No conference over the past 20 years consistently puts out more NFL bodies than the Auburn Tigers back in 2004. Uh, remember, it was it was uh, Oklahoma and USC. We've talked about that one at nauseum. And, of course, then we got the uh, 14 playoff, which was like 10 years later, folks. But we did get it. Uh, we, we got the 14 playoff. And, of course, next um, this time next year, this is all a moot point. But it – Honestly, it, it's it's the most talked about in all of. Excuse me, I had to I had to put my stuff back over here. It's the most talked about uh, controversial uh, playoff uh, picking ranking that, that that I've ever seen. And you know, I, you know, I, being a judge and juror here. Uh, all that being said. Uh, I even listened to uh, Will Bond. I forgot the other guy's name. Uh, the guys that come on, pardoning the interruption, been on for ESPN for 100 years. Uh, Pickles, you know what I'm talking about. Those two guys. And both of them said that, listen, you know, as much as I, I like Florida State over the years, uh, as much as I feel bad for Jordan Travis, they would be, they would be double-digit underdogs you know, against Texas or Alabama with their quarterback situation here. Uh, you can't always get what you want, but you get what you need. Uh, I was actually listening to that song, Pickles, when I was listening to uh, preparing for this program by the Rolling Stones here, uh, which they've got a TikTok account. Shows all their uh, great shows, Pickles, of uh, – the Rolling Stones of the past, and uh, it was Mick Jagger, and it looked like the 60s or 70s, whenever that particular song came out. 
Um, feel bad, but hey, listen, man, it is a TV show. Uh, we, I do want to watch good football. And let me say this, and, and, and listen, not being hyperbolic, you can go through and look at every Final Four when this thing started back in 2014 and 2015. And be honest with yourself. You can look at one team and said that team has no chance. Rather that team be, um, I remember when Florida State uh, got got destroyed that year by uh, Oregon. We knew that Florida State was a fraud, even though they're undefeated. They had a, that particular team with Jameis Winston. Now Winston won a national championship year before that, but that particular team, we knew they were a fraud. They didn't have a shot. And and I'll tell you what. Think about the years when they had Cincinnati, Washington, Notre, I think Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame. Um, looking back on it, Oklahoma, uh, you know, they Georgia runs through them like rough shot. So occasionally you might get an upset. But this one right here, I really do. If I've watched a couple of Washington games. Uh, they 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 beat Oregon at a neutral site. Beat Oregon State. Oregon State was they were underdogs to Oregon State. Uh, remember, Oregon State had the Clemson transfer there at Oregon State. Big win there. Two wins over Oregon uh, at USC. USC is very good at home, though they had terrible defense. Beat them double digits on the road. Uh, I think Michael Penix is going to be. I got a story. Uh, I want to talk about him. I might get to it today. I might get to it tomorrow. Depends on how long that um, that, that Ken Norris stays on here, uh, how our conversation goes. But either way, uh, you got a lot of NFL players. I really like beyond the story. I think Washington can win the whole thing if they play their cards right. Okay. Same thing with Tech. Now, Texas has came together lately. They've been blowing teams out, man. Remember they lost last year to Texas Tech? Not this time. Blew Texas Tech out of the water. I think that was a Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, things have really picked up for them. And mind you, that was a four-point loss. Uh, Byron Donald didn't mention the fact that they did beat Alabama by 10 at Alabama. And the loss to Oklahoma was a neutral site loss there. That was a neutral field uh, that, that lost to um, – that lost to Oklahoma, but they do have some holes in their defense. It's better. Uh, I think I think a Washington could beat them. You know, I think an Alabama in a rematch could could beat them. Okay, but in uh, Michigan, listen, Michigan, uh, they lost one of their guards uh, in the Ohio State game. If you don't recall, and of course they, you know, they uh, shut out uh, Iowa twenty six to nothing in the championship game there. Uh, I'm not sure if Michigan can do it this year. Um, Michigan will be playing Alabama on uh, New Year's Day. I think I will still take Alabama. That, I'm sticking with my preseason stuff because I know Alabama's depth. Um, I know there's going to be some unsung heroes. That confidence from the uh, uh, Georgia game, uh, the run defense really got stout there in that Georgia game. So I, I do think that uh, it could go either way. Obviously, I actually, I think Michigan's actually favored in that game, if I'm not mistaken. And, and of course, I, um, Texas is favored against Washington. 
But all four of these teams could win. I mean, I can, you could make it. You could see it. All four of these teams could win. I've never, ever seen a situation like this. And let me say another thing, okay? Um, so you've got undefeated Michigan. You've got undefeated Washington. One lost Alabama, one lost Texas. Uh, I'll go out on the limb and say these playoffs on New Year's Day, starting, I want to say, at 4 o'clock Central Time on New Year's Day, and then the other one will be at I think they will be the highest-rated playoff games in the history of this thing. Now, it's only been eight years. But anyways, who's keeping up, right? Um, in the history of these playoffs, including, including uh, Georgia and Ohio State, which set a record. Georgia and Ohio State last year. Look at all the pros that were in that game. Marvin Harrison's going to be a pro. Jalen Carter drafted, you know. Stetson Bennett drafted, okay. Uh, Mingo drafted. Uh, the tight end. The tight end went to, uh, I mean, we could go on and on about those Georgia players. Uh, they're left tackles with, with Pittsburgh. <laughs> they're tight ends with Pittsburgh. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. Both of those guys are Philadelphia Eagles. You know, so uh, not to mention the left tackle from um, from Ohio State. Okay, he he is uh, currently with the Arizona Cardinals, doing pretty good, playing pretty well there at, at that position there. So uh, it's going to be a great great um, uh, playoff. I'm so glad Florida State with the backup quarterbacks not going to be in there, and and you just don't want to see these things be blowout. We watch enough of that to start the season, folks. You know, nothing against Marshall. I went to Austin P. okay? Oh, it's Ohio Valley Conference. They played Tennessee this year. I don't want to see too many of those guys. I don't want to see any of those games, to be honest with you. If, if I didn't ever have to say, I don't you know, it's, it's charity and they get blah, blah, blah. You know, they, they get money for their schools and everything. But uh, you can't, why, not unless you're a gambler and you're saying, okay, can they cover the 59 nothing? you know? Can they cover the 46 points? That's the only reason people that's outside the families uh, watch these uh, particular games, you know? The players just use those games to pay. But you don't want to see that in the playoff, you know? And I think we're going to have good, compelling games here. Very good football uh, from all angles. Uh, uh, Pickle says, yeah, uh, Jagger and Richardson. Uh, Pen uh, yeah, Michael Penix. I like Penix here. A lot of big wins there. A lot of big key throws. Now, listen, I know Jalen Daniels for LSU is um, uh, his stats are unbelievable. I think he's got like 10 more touchdowns than anybody else. But look, look, look where they finished at. You know, is this going to be um, somebody was mentioning this. I think somebody with uh, Fox Sports were saying, is this going to be. Uh, like the Robert Griffin, the third year, where nobody had a really great year that was on a dominant team that year. I mean, was it 2012, I think? And Griffin, you know, uh, ends up winning it from Baylor. I don't hope that's not the case. Love to see a guy like Michael Penix win it uh, over uh, a Marvin Harrison since they didn't even get into the playoffs. So my guest is right on time here, 7:30 on the money. Let me get my uh let me get my notes here. Ken Norris here. No relation to Chuck Norris here, but we shall see. <laughs> hey Ken, good to see you again, man. 
Hey, Robert. <laughs> okay, I was just talking about this playoff from all different angles, but let's start back at the, the, the most viewed game, Georgia and Alabama. What's your thoughts on this game? Uh, Alabama was uh, considerably uh, almost a touchdown underdog in this game. What's your thoughts, Alabama-Georgia, last Saturday, Ken? Well, in today's time, you can't go off of media statistics. No. Uh, it was a coaching game. Yeah. Uh, Alabama went into that game underdog. But uh, I had – I had Georgia a 10-point deficit before a week before they even went into the game because the fact Georgia playing Georgia Tech proved to me that they were struggling in many areas. Okay. Now, Alabama's uh, at the first of the year was struggling. Yeah. But Coach Saban uses the word for his players that nobody knows about. What's that? It's called being attentive. Okay. And he he teaches them the definition. He don't let them read it and and see what the definition definition is. He teaches them the mm-hmm. definition of being attentive. He lets them boys go out and play their game because when they're when they're drafted into college, they got yeah. these high ranking statistics and they walk in there like hey, I'm the man. And they find out when they get on that when they get on that college field, they're lacking in many areas. Right. And Coach Saban let them go out there at the first of the year and play their game. And yeah. they found out that's what they were doing. They was about a bunch of game. <laughs> hey, let me ask you, do you think this is his best coaching job? I, I, I actually do. Yes, I mean, it has to be because the fact the guys came in just like uh, Milrow. He came in from, yeah. what is that, Tompkins High School out of out of Texas? Okay, that's, yeah. That's worse than the Brickyard in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> you know and, what, I didn't, I didn't even, I knew he's from Texas. I, I didn't know that you said it's, Katie, it's a rough. Katie, yeah. Texas. I mean, that's that's not even heard of. Right. But now he's a good athlete. Yeah. But he needed the definition of being attentive to somebody that can teach him how to be a winner. Right. And he finally got to believing in Coach Saban, just like Burton and Brooks. All them boys stepped back and started listening. Right. Now Alabama's going out. They're going I think if I'm not mistaken, they're in the final four. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to be playing Michigan on on New Year's Day, uh 4 weeks from uh, this past Monday. So it's um I want to say they're underdogs to Michigan. You know what? I haven't seen one player improve as a quarterback under Nick Saban throughout one season as much as Monroe has. Big jumps. Remember, they 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 were bad again. Was it UCL for something? The next week after they lost to Texas A and M, they put another quarterback in there, and see his the transformation in Milrow. I don't think I've ever seen a player make the jump like he did in one season. 
that's what being attentive will do. Yeah. Listening, listening uh, to someone giving you direction and putting in action. Yeah. The direction you was given. And yeah. not only yeah. he's walking around with his head up, not his nose up in there, but his head up now knowing that he's been taught by one of the best. And I'm just saying because Nick Saban's statistics reads he's one of the best it's ever been. Yeah. And those guys believe in him. And he teaches them the ethics and standards that they need to be the perfect athlete. Right. I can hear Saban telling Jalen Milrow, you know, Jalen, it's all about Jalen Hurts right now. But he said, when when I finish with you, it's going to be about Jalen Mil- Milrow. Yeah. If you're listening, be attentive to me. Jalen Hurts will be in the past. And you'll be the <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. Um, go back a week before that. You were telling me something in Churchill that I thought was funny. You actually, did you give up on the Auburn game? And you said something like you had to go to Lowe's because you got tired of watching it. Tell me that story. Let's go back to the Auburn game. <laughs> well, that's Iron Bow, buddy. Yeah. And, uh, it's nerve wracking, isn't it? Uh, well, it's not. It's a good game. But now it's, <laughs> it's, it's the thing about it is Auburn, <clears throat> they played better than they played in 10 years that yeah. Saturday. And right. they were after Alabama. And they do not have the team to play anybody else like they played Alabama that day. Yeah. And they played a better game. But that's football. You right. seen what you seen what Milro come back and done at the final seconds. Yeah. And he's capable, and that that built his confidence in himself to know don't never give up until that clock strikes zero. Yeah, and it, 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 it had to be his best coaching job. And, uh, you know, Auburn, man, they got beat 31 to 10 by New Mexico State the week before at yeah. home. Yeah, at home. You know? Yeah, at yeah. home. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you what do you think? What do you say about all the critics who, who bring all this stuff up and saying that Florida State should be in, not Alabama, not Texas? Well, if you, you know, you use that word critics loosely. If the definition, if the definition was in front of you about critics. Yeah. Then you would, you would say something about somebody else saying something about a football team, because that's what they are. They're critics. Yeah. They criticize their children. They criticize. (laughs) Well, what about the the Florida State fans? Yeah, that's what they do. That's what yeah. they're good at at criticizing, and that's what they become as critics. Uh, yeah. If you know football like I do, you don't yeah. never give up until that clock is zero. And then yeah. when you got a coach that's a good coach, that's like Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee's got a good coach if they'll leave him alone and let him do his job, and it's, yeah. it's going to turn out to be that because he's brought them a long way. Now, to get back on Alabama and Georgia and, and yeah. Alabama and Michigan, Michigan is trembling right now. Yeah. They're, they are like, oh, my gosh. You know, 
they don't know what to do because they didn't think Alabama was going to be in it. Right. And now the number one coach is coming up there. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my gosh. You know, guys, you're going to have to step it up. You're going to have to play like Auburn did in the Iron Bowl. You know. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, you know, Alabama plays their game. Right. That's what they play. They play a coach's game. They listen to the coach. They do what the coach. The coach teaches them to have confidence in what he teaches them. Right. They have gone through this whole year of 2023 doing what Nick Saban has taught them to do, and they found out that it works. That's why yeah. they are. You see them. You see Jalen Milrow when he gets up to the huddle and he's back. Before he snaps that ball, what does he do? He looks right over at Nick Saban. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he'll he does, look, man. He'll look right over at Tim and Nick and just nod his head. That's giving him the confidence to go ahead with it. Do what you do. Yeah. Let me play you this. This is, I want to get your reaction. Uh, this is from, what's his name? Daniel, let me let me make sure I got my notes right here. Uh, this is Pollock here. Uh, Daniel Pollock, I want to say his name is, from Alabama, uh, University of Georgia. David Pollock. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, worked in ESPN, uh, University of Georgia. This is him at the national championship game uh, last year when TCU's getting destroyed by Georgia. And Nick Saban is standing right beside him. Listen up. Obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really, they've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. This isn't an old football team with a bunch of guys losing. Now, listen, the NFL can take its chunk out of any team. but Okay, so that was, that was David Pollock right at Nick Saban. Nick Saban's nodding his head like, okay, okay. What are your thoughts on that comment? What What do you think, Nick Saban? Y'all pretty close to the same age. What do you think he's you know, thinking right there? It's It's just like today's time in in this generation. If you got a If you got a man that's been working in an industry for over forty years, yeah, and he's standing back like Nick Saban was then, mm-hmm. and you got him up in up in the He's in the field now, and he's letting Nick Saban know about what's going to happen. Now, Nick Saban has been in it for many, 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 many years. Yeah. He should be asking him, Mr. Saban, yeah. will this work? But the people of today and today's generation, they lean on their own understanding, and guess what? What? They start wiping mud off their butts because they hit. The <laughs> That's what I thought too. I I was thinking Nick Saban's like, okay. I wondered, Ken, do you think that Nick Saban played that in the locker room last week, leading up to the Georgia game, twenty nine game winning streak? No, Nick Saban don't have to do things like that. <laughs> You never know. They would keep it in-house. We, we wouldn't know if he did. Uh, no, it's not. Nick Saban don't live in Vegas, and what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, <laughs> he, don't, he don't live that life. Nick Saban – He does a, tell you what's on his mind. That is he, true. He's and, and really, Nick yep. Saban won't even tell you that. He'll, he'll answer a question 
but he don't take it all out about this critic said that this critic said this yeah. or it should be ran this way. He don't even say, if you really want to know how to be ran, just watch me. He don't even say that. Right. But that actions is speak louder than words. That action speaks louder than words. Yeah. And, uh, and my prediction this year, Robert, uh-huh. is Alabama's the national champions this year. Well, they, they were my preseason favorites because uh, their recruiting has been there for Alabama. They've out-recruited everybody. Uh, two of the last three years, the only team that out-recruited them was uh, Texas A&M. That was in, uh, not this past year, but year before that, Jimbo Fisher's already been fired. So they've out-recruited. Now, Georgia out-recruited them five, six years ago. Those players have already moved on to the NFL. Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. So I thought coming in, Alabama had a shot. But, you know, Georgia outplayed them. Alabama had to come back in the second half. Like I was telling you before, I, I just, man, I was like, man, I don't know. I know on paper, but the game's not played on paper. Ten double-digit loss at home. Very close win against uh, Texas A&M, Auburn. <laughs> uh, Tennessee had them down twice uh, at halftime. They come back. They had to come back. I'm not used to seeing Alabama win like that. Uh, it seems like the talent gap between Alabama and everybody else is closed. But it, it, we for, we forget, like you said, Nick Saban's still a good X's and O's game manager. Uh, he still can coach. He's just not all recruit. You know, I, I, I watched him when uh, Mel rode through that pass with Auburn. Yeah. Just uh, seconds left on the clock. Was you at Lowe's when you saw that? When he did. <laughs> yeah. No. I actually seen it on a rerun. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest about it. <laughs> well, I seen, I seen it on a rerun because I did go to Lowe's. And, uh, of course, I had my phone out. I was watching it. <laughs> and, uh, you maybe, if you're like I me, you think maybe that'll change your luck a little bit? Well, now, I'm going to tell you, I cut my phone off when they were beat. Okay. And so I was finishing my shopping at Lowe's thinking that Alabama had lost. Well, Take when off. I checked out and paid for my merchandise, I hit my phone, and it was the final 27-24. Woo! And <laughs> <laughs> right in the middle of Tennessee, Nashville, I said, roll tight. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when I got home, I, I, I brought up the replay and seen it, and I said, and I seen Saban do this. Yeah. And when he did, I mean, he didn't, he wasn't thrilled. He just looked up and did this right here at the, the goal post yeah. and looked at Jalen Milrow and said, didn't I tell you? <laughs> you know, you know that, that, what, what you're doing there, that, that uh, position or whatever, that, that, that stance, that gesture. I have a card of Joe Montana doing that. And I think, I want to say it was after he threw that touchdown. I used to. I got rid of all my cards, but I sold them. I think that was when he hit Delight, Dwight Clark there um, to, to win the uh, 1981 NFC Championship game. But then again, it may have been a few years later when he won the Super Bowl in 89. But that was that's a flashback, right? That's very iconic. 
the hands up, you know, uh, the ref touchdown. When I watch football, when I'm watching a, a kick, I don't even look at the ball. I'm looking for the refs because it's hard to really say. I mean, it's hard for you to see if it's close, man. I'm looking that's at the ref. I'm looking like, at this. That's you know? just like my men at work. Yeah. When they want to know if I approve of what they've done, I don't tell them in voice. I'll just do this right here. <laughs> <laughs> do you think if they do win a national championship or Texas, both have one loss, will this be looked at as a championship with an asterisk, Ken? Because of Florida State going undefeated in a power five. Well, it's hard. It's hard in today's time with the playoffs and how they have to choose and yeah. And pick. They couldn't go against the statistics of Nick Saban. Right. Uh, Nick Nick holds so much clout in, in the college football uh, conferences, and that's not only in the SEC. That's in the Big Ten, the Pac-12, all that. They know Nick Saban is the man you want to beat. If you can yeah. go in there and beat him – continuously you can't i mean not just go in there and beat him one time and just be a myth but go in there and beat him every year for several years it's not been done yeah it's not going to be done they might yeah. somebody come in there and beat him one game go back the next five years and get beat but yeah beat i don't him, i don't i think i think it'll be discussed to beat him continuously every year for five years 60 months Woo. that's that's uh that's unheard of it had I, never been done. I, I can't yeah. remember um, anybody really getting the best of him two and three times. I know that people uh, brag about when they do beat him, you know. Well, of you course. Freeze, of course. You know. That's why we say you earned the bragging rights this year. <laughs> you, know? you know, and I thought, see, my sister's got two graduates out of Auburn University. Okay. So I, I just uh, – Turned the game off, went on to Lowe's because I knew what I was in for. Man. You know? And because uh, she would have uh, called my phone and said, you got a second? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't call. She waited till it went triple zero, didn't she? Yeah. She, no, she didn't. No, we just, it was four or five days later before she answered my call. And then she didn't want to talk then. We don't we yeah. don't talk about Alabama and Auburn when we talk. She'll hang the phone up. And uh, how how did it go about getting um, the kick six? I, I don't I don't know if I asked you about that last time or not. When you thought it was going to be going to overtime or something like that, and then you know the guy catches it for Auburn, runs the ball back, and they win the Iron Bowl back in two thousand thirteen, ten years ago. Do you remember? That was their conversation then. No, they wasn't. No, because I I didn't answer the phone then. <laughs> so yeah. Hey, that's how I am, man. I you know, to, I didn't want to talk to her because I knew why she was calling. I used and, to take uh, baseball seriously. Like I'm that. not rude to my sister. I yeah. texted her back and said, "I'm busy. Sure. I'll talk to you later." <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest about it. <laughs> Hey, hey, man, it, it, it sucks. Uh, you know, I, I'll but tell I you. Think, uh, I think this year 
that Alabama's going to pull it on out. And, and for some reason, it, it's weighing on my heart. Yeah. That Nick Saban, these conference coaches has said something, and it and it's been by several of them that don't mm-hmm. that don't talk to each other has said the same thing degrading Saban and his and his coaching. Mm-hmm. And I believe Saban this year, and I just I don't know why I feel this way, but it's it's a it's an inner spirit thing that's been moving on me that Nick Saban's proven a point by his coaching this year. Yeah. And uh, and I believe that anybody that goes up against him right now with what he's talked to these boys he has right now. Yeah. And how they believe in him. I don't believe they can be beaten. Yeah. Who, who, who will they play in the national championship then? Let me tell you the, the teams, if you, in case you don't remember. Yeah, who is that? Okay, Al- Alabama will play Michigan first, and then t- uh, Texas will play Washington. Washington's really good, man. I really like that that quarterback there. Uh, very physical team, Washington. Um, yeah, but, I watched some of the game last Saturday. They yeah, are, they Friday, are yeah. They, they beat Oregon twice. And, and Texas, they've been blowing people out, but they, they have shown some vulnerability. They they did lose to uh, Oklahoma. And I do think if Alabama were to play Texas again, I think Alabama would beat them. Uh, I think I think Alabama will probably beat uh, Washington uh, in the national championship game. That's my prediction. So it's going to be Washington and Texas and, uh, and Alabama and Michigan. Alabama, Michigan. I believe that it will. I, I believe that Washington would take uh, Michigan. I believe Washington would take Texas. I believe Alabama would take Michigan, take Texas. So it would. I do believe that those two, that physical team of Washington, yeah, and that that young team of Alabama, I believe that will be the two playing. That's nice. my belief. Me and, too. Uh, I don't see Alabama beating Washington, but I'm going to tell you something. I see Nick Saban beating them. <laughs> he's he's a bit yeah. of a coach. He'll put it together. Well, Washington won't stand a chance. And yeah. the guys will be attentive to what he asks them to do. They, they are able to put their thoughts aside get rid of them out of their head and let him instill inside of them what he wants them to do. And they will focus directly on that because they know one thing. If Coach Saban says it, it'll work. Man. They believe in him that much. You know, he he, he did a – this guy I follow on on Facebook, this coach, I can't remember his name, but he he puts out clips of coaches and he had one of uh, Nick Saban's talking to his players and he says uh other nfl coaches they don't ask me about what type of player this is and all that they ask me about the player's character because we've got enough film out there they kind of know what kind of player you are but they want to know are you reliable when times are hard they want to know if you're on time for class on time for uh study habits how do you act when things go i mean he's going through all this stuff it's very good you know saban's He's got some really good speeches, man. You know, very motivational guy. Pickle says Lane Kiffin brags about getting close with Alabama. You know who I would <laughs> like to be right now? 
What's that? Who's uh who's that song the commercial with Nick Saban about to have Dion. Play? What's Athlete. his name? Deion Sanders, Athlac. You know what? I would love to be in his shoes right now because I'm gonna tell you something. Nick yeah. Saban's teaching him and talking to him about football. Yeah. Where Deion Sanders is attentive to what Coach Saban is teaching him. Yeah. And as long as you see Deion Sanders in that commercial, the better Deion, Deion's going to get at coaching a Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Before he's got long, some learning to do, but he's getting better. He's getting better. Well, you know why he's getting better. He's, yep. getting taught, he's being taught by the best. Yeah. And that's and, and he's being attentive to it. Because he knows that if he if Coach Saban will teach him the way to do his the X's and O's, yeah, then he'll be just like Nick Saban. Then he's yep. gonna be then he's gonna be like the fallen angel. He's gonna try to be Nick Saban. And Nick Saban. <laughs> I taught you everything you know, but I didn't teach you everything I know. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah. You know, I, I've had Jim Jeffcoat on this show, guy used to play with Dion, uh, former Dallas Cowboy, and he says, you know, he he, he was there before he was. Uh, as far as studying film, working out, getting his lifts in, uh, he was very serious about his work ethic, you know, uh, Dion was. So, Dion team kind of fell off this year. Uh, they didn't have a lot of depth. I, 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 think, I think he's going to make a lot of adjustments, man. Um, we'll see how that thing plays out. I'm not and sure. Wasn't this year his first year at Colorado? Yeah. yeah. Well, he had a lot of transfers. He's been and, there five years. Right, and, right. And still doing the Aflac commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pickles thinks you know, that he, he might you know, retire after you, this year. You know, I told you the reason they got that goat in that commercial, right? Because he's the greatest of all time. Because Nick Saban's the greatest of all times. That's that's what that GOAT stands for. Yeah, G-O-A-T. Do you think <laughs> Saban will retire after if they win the championship this year? Well, you know how it goes with college coaches. Uh, they don't want to give it up. That's true. And, uh, he won't give it up until he starts slipping in areas. And he's got a very honorable uh, wife uh, yeah. and – if, if she ever tells him that uh, he needs to quit, he'll quit. But she would never tell him that unless unless something was slipping with him. Yeah. But right now, he's sharp as a tack. I think so. He's in his 70s. Um, yeah, I, I think he, he, he may. This NIL stuff's kind of annoying, but uh, he seems to have adjusted. Because they, they, they're recruiting still. They're still number one in recruiting. They recruited well, you know, number one this past it's year. A challenge, Robert. Yeah. When you get get his age and my age, it's a challenge when you got something come upon you that you used to be able to do very simple. Yeah. But with a different generation to try to do the same thing, it, it's challenging to be able to conquer that, to persevere over it. Yeah. And make it happen like it did before. That and keeps his mind sharp, don't it? It keeps your mind sharp. It really does. And you yeah. learn how to be humble and, and let things take their course. 
and and don't stress out about it. Yeah, everything will surface if you let it surface on its own. And, yeah, uh, I, I, I think I'm not a, I'm not a football coach. Yeah, but I've been around them for a long, long time, and I've seen I've seen some good coaches do some good things. Yeah, that's true. Um, well, hey, thanks for coming on. You're gonna be at church Sunday. Well, you know I am. I, I get <laughs> my, my ordination is Sunday. Yeah, I'll bring Mister Kentucky with me there. <laughs> yeah, I get uh, I get I get to move up a notch in uh, in the church Sunday. Oh, oh, you're gonna be doing deacon training. I get I get uh, ordained Sunday. Oh, okay. So I become gonna... I become full throttle. Well, I guess we'll start calling you sir then. <laughs> hey, don't bring that up. <laughs> I have no problem with it because I have earned it. Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> you, you do that, I'm going to smush your donuts you bring on something. Oh, man. Man. Yeah, I kind of fatten everybody up with them. But yeah, you one do. time I brought fruit, and one lady was like, Oh, you want to bring fruit? That's okay. Oh, yeah. Never mind. I'll go back to the donuts then. Everybody loves them donuts, Robert. <laughs> yeah, they do. Well, buddy, yeah, well, I'll see you Sunday. And uh, like you said, my name is Kenneth Norris, but you forgot my middle name. What Road is Tide Road. <laughs> you know, uh, I, t- I sent you that thing earlier this week, and I was telling, uh, I played it for the audience here. Uh, a friend of mine that comes on a program on Fridays, uh, came on, he predicted the score, Carlos did. And uh, I did this thing on TikTok where they're playing the Alabama fight song and it goes dun 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 roll tie roll. And I thought, man, that is that has been stuck in my head since I edited the show out and put that in there since Monday. And I'm not an Alabama fan, but I do love college football, man. Love I'm not going to sing it to you. This this uh, version of our uh, of our audition right here. Yeah, but I rewrote Rocky Top. Did you? Oh not God! Here it. we go. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> You'll have to bring me back on for me to give it. Oh, to you. okay. But you. All right. to, but I'll tell you what, Michigan. Uh, that's who Alabama's playing, right? Yeah. January well, I want to tell you. Listen, listen to this. Okay. This is what Michigan is going to be saying when uh, <laughs> when who's got it better than us? Nobody. No, this is what Michigan's, Michigan's going to be saying after the game. Okay. Be some kind of vacation. I don't know if it's a vacation or a staycation or some medication, but I need me some vacation. Just saying. <laughs> Early vacation. Go on fishing. No, what he just said, if you couldn't hear it, that was Ernie on uh on Big Bird. Yeah, 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 Sesame yeah. Street. He Sesame said, Street. I need yeah. me some cation. He said, I don't know if it's a vacation or staycation or medication. Yeah. I just need me some cation. Yeah. I'm just saying. I thought he was saying because they're going to the early vacation because they're getting beat. I thought that was funny. I Pretty was... funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Norris, everybody. Have a good one, buddy. Road tide row, y'all. <laughs> see you see Sunday.
All right, everybody. Um, I will be back here tomorrow. I'm uh, going to talk about that Michael Penix uh, story and background here. Ken's great. A uh, lot, lot of fun here. Uh, talk about points against the spread. Interesting deal, Belichick. Uh, something I had heard about him. I'll tease that for tomorrow. Uh, I'll tell you what, if this is true, uh, Belichick, it, it, it's it's the ultimatum's got to be read to him. I, I'll put it that I'll tease it that way. Uh, I'll play a soundbite uh, uh, for, for Bill Belichick. So uh, keep that in mind. I hope it ain't what I think it is, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. Have a good night, everybody. I'll see you. Same place, same uh, uh, same time here tomorrow on Sportscope. And please share the program. If you like this, share it. we got to get this thing bigger. Thanks, everybody.